Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? It's time for another installment of Dumb Local Criminal. This time we have a GTA transplant who thought they would just zip, zip on through. And uh, Norfolk County OPP went, wait a minute, we're going to have a little chat with you. So if you're doing bad things on the other side of the law, is the goal not to kind of remain away from the heat and or just kind of blend in with the crowd? Of course, if they ever play GTA, you don't want those stars to rack up. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. I had my mind wrapped around a video game and you nailed it, Laura. So a 27-year-old man from Mississauga, he's facing numerous criminal and highway traffic act charges after a traffic stop, stop along Brant, uh, Brantford Road. So he was pulled over first and foremost for doing 136 in an 80. Ooh. So passing multiple cars, solid line. That, so that's going to get you. Oh, yeah. Right? They'll, do it. They'll definitely go, hey, can we have a word with you? So that all comes with its own strict set of penalties. However, police would soon discover a quantity of illicit drugs and cash. Thanks to probable cause. You know what? We're going to have a look around that car. So they found not just a what you would qualify as a recreational amount of drugs. When you get hit with trafficking charges, you got a trunk full. This guy Hunter S. Thompson or what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Fear and loathing in the GTA. <laughs> <laughs> so it was cocaine, it was cash, it was cannabis, it was, as they say, other illicit drugs. So uh, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Fentanyl's yeah. probably in the mix too. As I sit and try to assess this, and I'm thinking, look. Being a criminal can be prosperous. I don't know the longevity of it, what the average time of being a criminal and and remaining on the outside. Don't know those numbers. But as I look at this story, you're not even good at being bad. That's true. Like, be better. You're... Yeah. You tell me, don't... Is there no apprentice program for being a bit of a, quote, bad... Bad guy, bad person? No, I think that's called the mafia, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When okay. they take you as a child and they start getting you into petty crime, that's okay. called the mafia. Okay. Okay. So clearly not related to this. Was, I mean, this is an independent contractor. <laughs> yeah, the mafia wouldn't allow this guy to be part of their team. <laughs> oh, not maybe a chance. This, He's too stupid. <laughs> maybe this person was inspired by Britney Spears' Mama, I'm in love with a criminal. <laughs> Sung by Bar- <laughs> South Park, apparently. I, yeah. <laughs> the Cartman version. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard that 80% of businesses fail within the first three years, and I guess that entrepreneurship falls in that yeah. line, too. <laughs> so you're a terrible driver. You're not good at giving excuses to the officers, and clearly not good at trafficking drugs. Time to rethink your Honest, future well, plans, bud. Given the uh, breakdown of the sentence, that's anywhere between three to five years. I guess his plans are pretty much set up for him, aren't they? <laughs> I can put you back to school and on to something new on the other side. Isn't that good that people are bad at being bad, though? Because then I maybe suppose, they'll be like, yeah. okay, well, you know what? That was a failed attempt. Maybe I'll look at something else in life when once I get out of the slammer. It wasn't for me. Well, I mean, we can equate it to the, our own jobs. We went to school with how many kids? How many graduated? How many are still employed? That's so, true. I yeah. guess that does transfer along all fronts, including criminal activity. <laughs> <laughs> so we clearly met the uh, the criminal that got a hard F on all of his report cards. When they go to jail, if they are anything like my first professor, he'll go, look to your left and look to your right. One of you is going to make it through here. <laughs> 
Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Facebook. I, are we all aware of Laura's disdain? Like, you have made it publicly known you are not a fan of the Zuckerberg and a lot of his products. You understand no. the practicality in some of it, but you don't like how he operates. You think he's a slimy person. No, I'm kind he's of a slimy away. person with slimy ethics. Again, I just told you that he's full and able to let R. Kelly keep popping off on Facebook. Meanwhile, just no, no, terrible, terrible ethics. Do we give him any credit that Facebook has announced that they are pausing work, pausing work on its Instagram for kids apps this after? <laughs> So law, oh my God. when lawmakers in the U.S., uh, different advocacy groups, you've got uh, a whole ton of, of different schools and organizations. They're going, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not a good idea. Now, this is on the heels of new reporting for the Wall Street Journal claiming that after several studies and even studies that Facebook paid for, they identified the amount of harm that apps like Instagram causes young people and notably under the age of 13. And this is, well, and they said especially teenage girls. But the, the heart of this app was going to be for kids between 6 and 13. <gasps> oh, man. So it'll be targeted ads. It, it, the whole thing is they'll make it fun and bubbly, but the root of it is money. Why Why are Why are they doing it? It's not about connecting things because kids have always connected at recess, in class, after school sports. Like kids connect better on. than adults anymore. Very much so. Yeah. They still yeah. causing that social anxiety earlier. And don't forget, the way that modern day advertising works too is that advertising is made to feel like you are less. So you want more of something. That's why the latest beauty drops for a makeup line make it seem like, oh, if you don't have this, you're not going to be the prettiest girl in the room or the same thing with the, that luxury car and all that stuff. Imagine how that would mess with a kid. The U.S. government, again, they haven't... They put some crazy food products onto the market. They've rubber stamped a lot of silly, stupid laws. Texas, we're looking at you. But he, <laughs> quote, Facebook has completely forfeited the benefit of the doubt when it comes to protecting young people online, and it must completely abandon this project. They are taking this like the House and the Senate. That's amazing. Are, yeah. are like, nope, we're going to do everything we can do to block this. That's great. So they're dragging uh, the Zucks and his team off to Washington to have some conversation to basically say, we'll just shut this down. We will find ways to shut this down and we'll drag it out in court. We know you have billions of dollars, but well, we have the people's money. So we'll just drag this out in court and not let you launch it. Yeah, he's a shady, shady person. Listen, this is a guy that has made deals with political leaders uh, in order to not block their content, mm-hmm. to make sure that his apps overall don't have as many restrictions on him. This is a guy that also will just blatantly steal technology from competing apps in hopes to squash them. And that's probably why Facebook is trying to uh, conquer the kid market yeah. is because TikTok is overpowering them. Sure. And for once, them cop blatantly copying TikTok with reels hasn't worked. So we'll see. It's a beautiful thing. This is at least a little reprieve for uh, Instagram kids, which is uh, nice oh. a relief for a lot of parents out there. But also, remember, you're the parent. It's your phone, your data, and notably yeah. your Wi-Fi. Don't sign them up for it. Accurate. If yeah, you find sure. their Instagram, then be the parent. Mm-hmm. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Yesterday was the first track ever for little Dunk, the puppy, Duncan. Dunk in the Black Lab. The donkey is now about 13 weeks. 
So it's that whole like well puppy check And then uh, his brother needed his annual shot So we thought, you know what, two for one Let's just take him at the same time All that being said, uh, they're both Labrador Retrievers They're pretty chill dogs They're pretty easy going in public They were so spicy On the way out the door Because they give you the, you know, the sample bag of treats And they're like, well Wally's a little He's a touch overweight They want him to take 10 pounds off Okay, when, okay. You weigh, when you weigh 100, like a 10% of your pony weights, that's a good That's, that's a, a good, good chunk. Yep. Yeah. And I do mean chunk. And we thought with the puppy and the reduction in food, that it, okay, they'll probably drop. No, didn't work. He needs increased exercise. Okay, uh-huh. fine. That's no, no problem. So he was a little spicy. He didn't get the treats on the way out the door. Duncan's never been to the vet. He's unaware that when you're the goodest boy, you get some treats from the vet. Well, the vet didn't want to feed one and not the other, so they got nothing. Oh, wow. oh, poor they, So I paid to check out, and they're both sitting, and they're looking, and they're looking at me, and they look at the treat jar, and they're looking at me, <laughs> look at the treat jar, look at. Nope, we gotta go, boys. So I pick up Dunks because he's again, he's a little slow. And, you know, I got places Those to be. Legs, yeah. Yep, and then uh, we walk to the car. That leash was dragging on the ground while he was so slow and upset and going to the car. It's like, <laughs> what, dude? It's not, well, I guess it is my problem. I guess that you're a little overweight. If your pets could talk, I said, got in the car and I said to Sarah, oh, they both were crap talking me. Yeah. Both of them. Oh, yeah. To you each other. This guy. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Of anybody who needs to watch their food intake. <laughs> like, I, I, feel, I feel those like the dogs. Now, do you have this, if Limbo could speak, Laura, what would Limbo say? Now, would would Limbo offer you a sweet comment? Would she be sarcastic or would it be a complaint? I don't know because I I think I'm the only person I know. I cannot picture Limbo with a voice. I actually get irritated when other people try to tell me what they think Limbo sounds like. I'm like, she doesn't sound like that. She doesn't sound like that either. I don't know if she sounds like a big dumb dog. Maybe. Or like sometimes people try to make it sound like, you know, because she is a lady. Make her sound like just a regular lady. Right, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, she would tell all the secrets about me if she could speak. I don't know what her voice would sound like, but she would tell. This is the issue with Limbo. She would just tell everybody everything. You know how I'm a vault for secrets? Yeah. If she got a voice today, she would tell everyone every single one of my secrets. <laughs> wow. Where you Good keep them, the passcodes, the extra yeah. house keys, all that too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Limbeezy. Um, backstage Ben, you've got backstage Bella. Yeah, she is of the senior age, and then you've got Barlow. Yeah, and that's Barlow's voice. We all we think that the only thing he probably would say is "I could eat." <laughs> that's what we get from him. Um, backstage, Bella is just a general malcontent at this point. Like she is not happy with anything. So a lot of like. I can't believe you're making me do this. And by yeah. that, I mean like moving off of a blanket so we can use the blanket, that sort of thing. <laughs> like I she... feel like <laughs> if she had a voice, I feel like she would just go, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she just do a lot of that. No words. Well, she doesn't have a voice, so instead it's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. This was based on a, a vet visit. And the, the boys were they were they were very dissatisfied that they were not treats on upon exit. Now look, I got a little bag that they were unaware of, put into a kind of a grocery bag because I got the heart, you know, the heart worm meds. You know, the yearly yeah. when they hit you for that four hundred dollar vet bill, that uh-huh. kind of thing. Yep. So I leave, but the boy they didn't get a thing. I've got a two year old and now a two, 12, 14 we call puppy who's figured out you do good things. 
you're a good boy, mm-hmm. you get good treats. Yep. There were no treats because we've got one of them that um, that COVID ten it very much added on onto Sir Wallet. Mm. So in asking you, if your dog could speak, what would what would they say? Would it be a sarcastic comment? Would it be a sweet, loving compliment? Or were they trash talking? Uh, yesterday was definitely a trash talking. <laughs> Someone who named their dog their their cockapoo Betty after Betty White said, <laughs> "My dog would say, B, come here and cuddle." <laughs> that's great. It, it's the right amount of demanding and loving. You exactly. Know? Yep. That's like the mom that'll be like so harsh on you, but then they're like, "Come here, and give me a hug. I'm yeah. still mad at you." Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder though, what would some dogs like? You think that you got trash talked in the car yesterday, though? I would love to know what is going through Limbo's head as she is sitting in the big front window that we have in our living room, staring at the squirrel that is on the windowsill. Oh, yeah. Because she tries. She gets pretty close to speaking English there, but... Because <laughs> she's that, engaged, right? Is she? Is there like a little growl, a oh. little snarl, a little bark? Oh, yeah. She, she would love to just go for a rip, try to get one of those squirrels. How is she limbo in the car? Does she lay down or does she like to watch the traffic flow and kind of pay attention to her surroundings? Uh, she pays attention. She's uh, unless she's super tired on the way home. Like she's one of those dogs that just pants the whole time. You really got to crank your music. Oh, because you <laughs> put it in the front of the car. Yeah. And crank the music. if You want to drown it out. <laughs> yeah. I feel I, I feel my dogs would be the most judgy because that Wally loves to look around. Same thing where you're like, would you sit down, dude? Like you're making me anxious yeah. by not laying down. Yeah, I think backstage Barlow wants to go play with whatever dogs buy. <laughs> like he he does this sort of it's a growl at first and then it's a whine. So it's almost like, wait, what's that? Ooh, I want to play. <laughs> he wants to go all, all the time. Even well, even this weekend, post surgery with his cone on, he still wants to just run and play. That's the thing. He's energetic. We're, him. we're fairly He's got that toddler energy. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he sure does. We're fairly certain that the vet actually attached two extra yeah, testicles. Exactly. <laughs> He's got a four pack now. He's just so energetic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I don't even know what this word is on this text. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Uh, oh. 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 A zerbert. That's like uh that's like when you blow in someone's belly button. You're like. Oh, really? Yeah, like when oh. you have a little baby and like you're done changing the diaper and all that kind of, and they're all clean or out of a bath and you... I don't like where this story is gone. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, that was a very uh, open text to send us. Then. Mm-hmm. We're not going to read that one on the air. We're going to skip that I one. don't know how you would, and I feel bad for now mm-hmm. letting people sort on the inside and, and not really completing that story, but... That being said, it's with dog, I feel now with the, with the boys because Wally, he's finally at the age of two, accepted that man. The window down is a fun thing. At first, the wind was too much in his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I feel that when we're driving, you know, Main Street, we're only doing like 40, 50 kilometers an hour. I feel like he'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, we're out! Hey, <laughs> hey, how are you?" He's just the most pleasant and joy-filled <laughs> furball. So I think that would I think that would be him. That's good. Yep. Oh. Hercules yells at everyone, telling him that he's protecting uh, the family in the car. He's sweet, just very intimidating. (laughs) Yo, you watch yourself around my car. I feel like Hercules is a big boy. (laughs) (laughs) Or the complete opposite, little chow or something. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio.
Yesterday, R. Kelly was found guilty of sexually abusing women, boys, and girls for decades. He was convicted on all nine counts against him, including racketeering and violations of the Mann Act, which prohibits the transport of any woman or girl across state lines for any immoral purpose. So right now, he faces 10 years to life in prison, uh, which his sentencing is going to be on May 4th next year. He had the audacity, and I couldn't find his Twitter page. I actually think his Twitter's been taken down, which I think is the right thing to do, especially when you're trying to gaslight the world into thinking that you are not an abuser, which he has been found guilty and clearly is. On Facebook, he said to all my fans and supporters, I love you all and thank you all for the support. Today's verdict was disappointing, and I will continue to prove my innocence and fight for my freedom. That is a comment section you want to avoid today because it is just full of equally terrible humans. Britney Spears is talking about the controlling Britney Spears documentary, the one I was telling you about yesterday. Yeah, well, she fessed up to watching some of it. Some pretty serious allegations in that documentary. Again, this is not one that was sanctioned by Britney Spears. None of them have been. Nobody's called Britney. Maybe they haven't been able to because more allegations against Jamie Spears. Like, I guess he had her bedroom wired and has so many recordings of her 24-7. The reports are that he's already planning to plead the fifth on that if it is true. But Brittany going to her Instagram page yesterday saying it's really crazy guys. I watched a little bit of the last documentary and I hate to inform you but a lot of what you heard is not true. So I don't know if the whole bedroom recording things is part of that or not but uh, I don't like it. No, it's always her, sketchy. <laughs> what, like, you have her so locked down. What is the benefit of recording her in, in her misery of, what, 13 years of a conservatorship? I'm at a loss now. I Every time, Laura, you brought a story, I was like, oh, man, her dad. Like, I don't know how he's going to recover. Here we thought it was about the money, but it is really about, like, complete control. A hundred percent. To a yeah. very insane extent. I think once Jamie Spears got a taste of being a terrible human being, it's like when you start telling a lie and you've gone so far that you can't take it back. I think that was him with trying to control everything about Britney Spears to make sure that this dirt never gets out, which nowadays we know. Fail sauce on that one, buddy. Uh, interesting. Looks like The weekend and Angelina Jolie, I would say they're dating now. Why? Well, they went to a very high-end Italian restaurant in L.A. Um, on the weekend. They arrived separately, but left together. Don't tell me that's a business meeting. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. Maybe they just ran into each other. Like, oh, make hey, make it on the bed. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say 100%. Like, my new couple radar is on, and I actually like them as a couple. I feel like they're both really artistic. Like, I think I think they could make some great art babies out of this, you know? Like, give me a good movie that they work on together. Where is The weekend's album out of this relationship? Because you know that's going to be spicy. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Late, just me, house quiet, and uh, doing the old man thing, going through some stuff in the office and some papers and the old, okay, well, I'm putting a little bit of money away to lessen the burden of school loans, which all three of us had in, in some shape or form, mm-hmm. uh, going just simply to community college. And you probably have a friend or two in your circle that have talked about, oh, yeah, no, almost done paying off university. Like, didn't you graduate X amount of years ago? Oh, yeah. And then you realize the sheer volume of debt that one can accrue while attending university. And that's a bit of the ask of, do you really need it? Because in, in my younger years as a parent, the idea was, do you want to send your kids off to school so they can have a, a better life than you? 
Mm-hmm. Right? That's the old adage. That's the, hey, uh, the gold standard in Canada is send someone off to university so they can get the best job and have a wonderful career and a beautiful life. I'm a little stuck now with all of this because I have someone who's only about three or four years away from making that decision. And, well, for one example, there are 30% of those that go to university that do not complete their studies. So there's that. So you have the debt, yet you don't come home. <laughs> and he puts his hand up. Yeah. <laughs> Did you make a full year or just I, a semester? I made a full year and I was all set to go back. But then job opportunities came up instead. See that? For which round of schooling? My first round for the for the film round, which was a oh. university course, I I ended up getting a job at the summer between first and second year. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And then it took off, and that was my wife as well. She they're like when you fill out like credit card applications, and it's like some post secondary because yeah. she jobbed out after year one. They're like, yeah. you don't need to go back that second year. Here's full time employment. Yep. And she turned that into a fifteen plus year career. Mm-hmm. Someone just dropping a text saying, my dad didn't go to college or university. He actually started his own gas station and fuel company in Elmer and and did great for his entire life. Never even saw the man use a sick day. He retired just three years ago and is now enjoying his time with he and my mom. So, yeah, there's that. Now, what's the new version of a gas station? An online business, uh, some entrepreneurial stuff, uh, some small businesses. There's There are a ton of options today, but I'm really stuck with all of this. Well... Um, <laughs> I went to, I, I ended up going back to school. I went to college for two years for radio. Yeah. My sister did not go, she has no post-secondary. She started in radio uh, co-oping when she was 16 years old. And now she's all of our bosses, bosses, bosses. She's going to be the next owner of Bell Media. <laughs> in that whole pyramid where we're at the bottom, yeah. she's pretty much yeah, way up peak. there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. We bow and before we speak to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes Thanksgiving really weird. but yeah. We start all emails with, Dear Oracle. <laughs> so do you, do you know someone in life, in, in your circles or circles, who is just there killing it, but they didn't chase that post-secondary road? Not that I'm going to uh, just abandon all of the plans, but I, I think I need a better or a reassessed view, yeah. a 360 degree view on all of this. I think it's important to remember just because you're not going to school doesn't mean you're not learning, though. I love that. Because you have to continuously learn throughout your life or your brain will get stale. And this is like a lot of the cases with people. No, and I'm serious, no, though. Sure. It's it's a good analogy. Yeah. Your, your brain, you know, your brain functions a lot less if you, let's say you're, you know, hitting 65 or something and you're yeah. doing the same thing day in, day out. That that increases your risk for less brain function because you're not learning new things. So you have to do that if you're not going to school and being forced to learn something. You got to go out and learn some sort of life skill, right? A hundred percent. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Chatting about university and college, 15-year-old, establishing kind of some goals in life. Then it's the, I know people in my own circles, they're killing it. Grade 11 education. Business owners. Pool in the backyard. All built on the backs of hard work and time. It took time. So that's one thing that you, you, overnight success, it is rare. And I mean, if it does happen, then it's the sustainability of it all. But the texts are monstrous. Some said, one that said, I went to university, have a ton of debt to show for it. My dad, on the other hand, never graduated high school and makes more money than I ever will. Okay, nice. so that relates back to uh, things in the past, right? M- maybe your parents had success in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Yep. 
2021 is a very different time in that regard. Yep. So I have a friend who didn't finish two different university programs and now lives in France and is part owner of a winery. I like oh, man. I'd visit a lot. Yeah. I like a, a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, here's another <laughs> one. My sister also went to four years of university and now ended up, she runs her own eyelash extension business, which, and having a wife that does that every six, seven weeks, I feel that's a profitable venture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that is. And especially yeah. once you really hone that craft. Ooh, man. Man, like a hundred bucks per eyeball. <laughs> this is one where I've had conversation many times. Because I have, so my dad, he's one of three. Both uncles ended up in trades. One went to Ontario Hydro right out of high school, retired at 50, and then became a custom home builder. My other uncle went into HVAC and eventually started his own HVAC and and, uh, air conditioning company. Very cushy life. My dad, he drove a truck and owned a restaurant and then went back to driving a truck and then retired and then unretired and is driving a truck. (laughs) 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 But trades, you get paid to learn, no debt, high demand, high wages. You talk to tradesmen, have the conversation. How are they? Good. Hey, do you know anybody? What do you mean? Do you know anybody who's looking? High school or someone that wants a career change? Like masons, bricklayers, they make a ton of dough. Sure do. And yep. while they're down the road in the future, I think there also has to be, will my job, will I be replaced by some sort of automation? To a degree, you'll see assistance in that regard, but I feel like that's one of the trades where you still are going to need a lot of people to run those to run those jobs, to do those things. I feel like that's very much a thing. Now, what do I know about it? Very little. That's just an opinion based on it, but... Man, this is. I didn't think the conversation would go like this with the list as long as it is. I think it's so important, too, to remember you could probably still get a job that requires some post secondary education as somebody without it, mm-hmm. as long as you sell yourself. That's an art that I think that people, you know, imposter syndrome. Yeah. I think so many people who are actually qualified for jobs have that, let alone like you just got to fake it till you make it. Unless you're I've a doctor. Mi- Unless yeah, you're a doctor. Don't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to refer you to a specialist in it. <laughs> no, I skinned my knee, doctor. I don't know if I need antibiotics. <laughs> but I'll send you off to the antibiotic doctor. It, that doesn't sound real. That's not a thing. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Talking about, okay, I'm a father to two kids. It's the old, my parents were just kind of get a job figured out, so I decided to go to, to, to college, did a couple of years of college, and here I am 21 years later. But, different time. I thought when my kids were young, okay, it's good to put some money in an RESP and just chip away, right? 50 bucks here, 80 bucks there. Let it grow. See what happens. But now, I mean, you go down the list of people even in your circles that are just, they're doing a phenomenal job in life and they're killing it in their careers or jobs without any of that. And then Laura brought up too, a phenomenal read and it's kind of under the header of the great resignation, Laura. Yeah, it's a really interesting article. I'll I'll post it on our socials and see if we're allowed to because we don't own the article. (laughs) Anyway, um, but it's a really interesting article saying that that's what we are going through right now. You had the Great Recession. Now we're in the Great Resignation. People are sick of not earning what they're worth at their job, being overworked. And you also have the pandemic that has made a lot of people realize, hey, maybe my life isn't all about this uh, boss girl, boss babe lifestyle. Maybe I don't want to be hustling and grinding my whole life. Maybe time off and time to enjoy life outside of work is more important to me. And that's why people are quitting their jobs. They're feeling overworked and underpaid. And it's it's the whole fear of not having something next. I feel a lot of people are like, I'll figure it out. 
where in the past it was the, well, Nike, there's no way we can't do that. Not until we have something that's concrete. Can we move on to the next yeah. next phase or next challenge in regards to the world of employment? There are some people that are, they'll work outside of their field for a year or two just to get away from it and then make the assessment of, eh, do I even want to go back? Ooh, this yeah. is this is one that kind of chases Laura's travel heart. Someone who learned to scuba dive about five years ago. <gasps> and they said, my instructor at the time was about 25. When I was talking uh, to her about how she got into this, she told me that rather than going to post-secondary, she spent all of her money that she normally would spend in school on learning all of the specialties and getting all the tickets and registration and requirements mm-hmm. to be all, all the various things about scuba diving. And now travels the world teaching scuba diving to people. That's the thing. Yeah, is- that's so cool. Don't discount learning <laughs> to get a job, but it doesn't necessarily have to be through college or university. Yep. I always found that, I mean, experience on the job is probably the best thing that you could get. But mm-hmm. taking any of those extra classes or anything else that, like, if it's something that's in your passion, rather than, like, it's not necessarily that you need the piece of paper on the wall or whatever, but to actually learn and fully absorb your passion. Is invaluable. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think also something that maybe people are a little more afraid to do because, you know, we do have a whole another level of social anxiety amongst a bunch of people. But for me, when I was first starting out in my career, I was already asking to go out. I mean, I'd always ask. I'd ask people, other people in radio as a college student, hey, can I take you out for a beer? And, you know, because radio is way more of a casual industry, I could get away with doing that. But I think so many people nowadays, whether you want to become a makeup artist, a TikTok person, maybe you want to be a firefighter. I think so many people would be happy to let you shadow them for a day. Yep. Oh, absolutely. It's showing any sort of interest and even the comparison now. If we paid interns, I don't even know if we could get them. We've had many years of, in the past, people were kicking the door in just to get mm-hmm. a, an idea about the general media overall. We're now... When's the last time someone reached out to say, hey, could we chat? Could we go for a coffee? I don't know if it's just the times, but very different. Here's a, This is an interesting read. A text that just landed said, I have a master's in psychology. So basically, I'm a counselor. <gasps> cool. After having kids, things completely change. And now, I actually drive their school bus. To some, it may sound silly, but I'm actually making more money driving the kids' bus and being part of their day than I would by the time I pay for after-school care and PD days and summer mm-hmm. camps, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, now I get the summer with my kids, so we spend it by the pool. Wow. See, that is that is exactly what I think a lot of people are going through right now. That's like you could have your office job that you got this huge degree for that would probably make you a lot of money, but you might have to sacrifice a lot of life events mm-hmm. and experience in those little moments as a trade-off for that. And it depends what your values are, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I have a friend whose kid has decided that they want to be a pilot because they like the idea of, you know, having an unset schedule, traveling the world and that sort of thing. But to other people, that could be a nightmare. A hundred percent. Absolutely. People are built on routine and some, they need the structure of Monday to Friday or a set schedule where, yeah, pilots have... You know, you get your, your time block for the month, but you are all over planet Earth, depending on what you're flying and uh, and who you're flying with. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. A fellow that was on his way to work. He's pulled over. Blake joins us. Morning, Blake. Good morning. You said what? Okay. You, you said the phone, you saw the, the screen let up, and then you all instantly got nervous. Oh, yeah, no. Be pressure. Oh no, no, no. All right, <laughs> let's, let's see how it goes. It's so hit and miss, though. Like, the questions. I th- all right. They're all over. There's, I'm not going to lie. There is some tough ones. Some tough okay. ones in here. Okay. Let's let's see how I do. 
If I can, oh no. All right, let's do this. Gather your composure. It's all good. So anybody brand Take a new. deep breath. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who's brand new to the uh, the game. So Benny's getting masked up. He's uh, out into the hallway in just a moment. So Blake gets the three trivia questions first. Presented by one Laura Guinness. And as mentioned, it is completely random. So no theme. And then Benny's going to come back in once we do the uh, illustrious Benny yell. And same three questions. The most points out of three wins. Blake, you're good. Just as Benny acknowledged, take that breath and just get after it. Okay. Laura Guinness. All right. Blake, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I'm ready to try. <laughs> okay. First question. <laughs> this one I think is the trickiest one, so we're getting this one out of uh, <laughs> out of the way. The Battle of Bull Run occurred during what war? Um, I, I'm going to like go and say 1812. Incorrect. I was looking for the Civil War. Civil War, okay. That one was, I think, the most hard. Okay, second question. This one more of a trivia-based question than history. Don't worry, Blake. Still time. Ketchup was originally sold in the 1830s as what? It wasn't originally sold as a condiment for your food. A topical cream? Okay, Jeff, I'm going to go back to you because you can kind of be the ref for this. I was looking for the answer, medicine. Do we consider topical cream a medicine? It does kind of fall under that category. You would deem like a meta, you'd have a medical, uh, I would say yes. If it was a yes or no, I would say yes. Okay, we're going to give it to you, Blake. Hey, we'll give it to Benny if he says the exact same thing. Okay. Don't worry, we play fair on this game as much as I would love Benny to lose. I also... uh, (laughs) have too much of an ego to let myself cheat. Third and final question, Blake. What kind of poisoning is known as plumism? Oof. Um, I want to say food poisoning would be too obvious. Um, Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to just say food poisoning because I can't really think of something else. I was not looking for food poisoning. I was looking for lead poisoning. Lead poisoning. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. It was a tough set of questions today. I'm not going to lie. I was like, ooh, we're getting a little spicy today. Uh, That's okay. Sometimes a deep dive is good. Let's Mm -hmm. see. So you still picked up a single point. Let's aim for a tie. We'll see what Benny knows. He's so smart. Aim for a tie. Aim for a tie, Jeff Kelly. Why not aim for goose eggs for Benny? Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. Has that ever happened? Uh, I, uh, I don't. I think so. Me, you don't I, think that's don't ever know. happened? I know. I know. I haven't ever heard it. Hmm. Yeah, I, Laura, I'd have to do a deep dive, but maybe once, twice, hmm. and, and it has been a rare, rare occasion. All right, let's okay, we'll, bring him back in. Oh, Benny! I was going to say, I consider this as a challenge accepted. I don't want to make these (laughs) questions even harder, but I might just have to just to hear that goose eggs just once. Okay. Okay. So backstage, Ben, I'll just tell you right now, these questions are to me the hardest that we've had in months. Oh, really? Uh And Blake still pulled off an impressive single point. Okay. So there we are. There we are. Okay. So uh, back over to Laura Geddes. Blake, would you like to trash talk Mr. Backstage Ben? Um... Oh, Ben, you gotta stop searching up Laura's 
search history to get all the answers beforehand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's physically not even in the same yeah, world. Yeah, you know what? That would have been a really great one, except for I'm broadcasting from the Waterloo studios, and I have been for the last couple of weeks. So we're actually not even in the same city, my man. <laughs> not network, not Google <laughs> no, Drive, no, yeah. nothing. Marshall, he'll figure out a way. Uh, <laughs> now I think you're giving backstage Ben too much credit. I've seen him work some tech stuff. I th- I would say that's not his forte. Okay, first question. The battle of the, sorry, the battle of Bull Run occurred during what war? The war for your mama's house. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, uh, the war for your mama's house is incorrect. <laughs> I was looking for the Civil War. Second question. Ketchup was originally sold in the 1830s as what? It was not originally sold as a condiment. Well, they used to use cocaine and Coca-Cola for medicinal purposes, so I'm going to guess medicinal purposes. (laughs) Uh, That is correct. Uh, Blake did say topical cream, which we did take as a form of medicine. Just wanted to throw that out there. Be transparent with these answers. Yep. Okay. Third and final question. What kind of poisoning is plumism? Poisoning from staying at your mama's house. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, no, that's called post-Thanksgiving poisoning. Oh, right, yeah. I was Good looking defend, for lead yeah. poisoning. Lead poisoning is plumism. I did not know that. I did not see that one cut. See what I mean about the most difficult Yeah, those are toughies. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Hey, Blake, there it is. That's a tie, friend. That's still a win for us. It. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I was definitely worried that I was going to let Laura down. Oh, geez. You didn't. No. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And that was even cool. some solid trash talk. It didn't line up, but it would have if I was in the London studio this morning. <laughs> so you've now uh, you've uh, rounded that number up. We now have 80 ties on the board. Part of Beat Backstage, Ben. He still has that 224, which is an impressive number and feat in itself. But now 80 ties and 30 losses. And Blake, uh, you're on the board with all of that, friend. Well done. I'm very happy with that. Like, oh. not as happy as I could be, but... Hey, it's, you know, it's still that half smile of nothing else. <laughs> so yep. enjoy that sunshine. Be sure to come on back, and uh, and we'll have a, a fresh battle down the road to see if you can actually pick up that big W from Backstage Ben. Thank you very much, guys. I really enjoyed it, and you guys are awesome. No, enjoy thanks so much. You guys in the morning. Around 8.40 tomorrow, we'll give you a chance to try and beat Backstage Ben. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio.